Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. What's up? Guess who's who's back? back. (laughs) (laughs) It's us again. It's us again. How are you? I am better than I was before. Good. We love to hear it. (laughs) Um, We are recording this on an empty stomach. We were both just chatting in the pre-show about how hungry we are. So hopefully that's not reflected. Right. <laughs> it might be. No, no, I'm joking. Well, we went to our, take our holiday pictures. Um, Danielle of Amber Iris Photo, if you guys don't know her, she's amazing. She sends out like a pre-checklist and mm-hmm. she's like, eat before y'all come. Mm-hmm. And she has snacks. She got snacks for your kids because it'll make you show up different. It will. It will. But we <laughs> want to do hungry. our best to press through exactly. these hunger pains that I'm experiencing right now. And speaking of how we show up, it's actually perfect because today we're talking about how we show up in the world. So mm-hmm. hopefully we're showing up as our best selves, as our best hungry selves. Yeah. Authentic, authentic, but 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 still, but hungry. Yeah. And if you know us authentically, you know we like to eat. So this is authentic. And you know we stay hungry. So (laughs) is this really a stretch? (laughs) Facts. All right. With that, let's move into love it or leave it. And I, well, you started last time, but I want you to start again. Oh, me again. All right. No problem. I'm prepared. Good. It was one season, y'all, where I was never prepared. I never. And Tanil was like, dog, this is your question (laughs) that you made up for your show. And I would be on, it would be like a silence on the podcast. And I was like, you know, I think I said this before. And Tanil would be like, you did. Like, come on, son. I've left Instagram and these reels probably three different times as a leave it because that'd be my like irritation of the week. So I'm prepared, guys. Um, A good friend of mine, Sharnika Howard, Mm -hmm. um, and I had met up recently and we were talking and I was telling her about Love Goods Co. And she was saying Mm -hmm. how proud she was of me. And so Mm -hmm. she remembered the date that I would be launching and she sent me a gift card to Sephora. And she said, every, you know, good businesswoman, um, solopreneur needs to step into her new season with a bold lip. So, you know, here's some money to go get some lipstick. Something. It was very cute. Charnika. Yeah. I love you for that. And now this is a, it's oh, a sidebar. I wrote a very similar message. So y'all know I was, so this is like five episodes ago because mm-hmm. I didn't bring anything, anything back from my Europe trip. I was thinking. To, okay, go ahead. To Maddie. <laughs> and so I was supposed to give her this thing like five weeks ago. I keep forgetting to give it to her. I couldn't find it when we were going to go see Michelle Obama. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It was a very similar message. So that I love it. It's alignment. Yes. You got to step boldly into this new season. Into the new season. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know what you were going to give me, but I was thinking that you always say that about like moving boldly into the season with a mm-hmm. bold lip. I've heard mm-hmm. you say that before, even when you were turning 40 and different things, mm-hmm. you know, so it made me think of you. Oh, so anywho, I had my gift cards. So I said, well, let me go to Sephora. I have not been in Sephora since before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been using my same little 
makeup that's expired mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't wear makeup a ton. And then I've ordered some like lips off online, but I haven't like mm-hmm. been in, in to the do store. the thing. So I said, mm-hmm. let me go do a whole mm-hmm. refresh that went beyond a gift card because I didn't did all, got all the things. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there and I was like, let me try some different foundations. And the girl was like, well, are you open? Because like the stuff I was saying, I guess was like antiquated. She was mm-hmm. like, are you open to some like some new brands? And I was like, sure. So she introduces me to this brand called, I think it's pronounced Kosas, K-O-S-A-S. Never heard of it. And it is, yeah, neither had I. And it's, they have like a lot of um, green and clean um, Mm -hmm. products now that they're Mm -hmm. introducing and they've kind of highlighted those things. And so Mm -hmm. this is actually a skin improving foundation. Mm -hmm. So it is foundation and skincare sort of all in one. Mm -hmm. So it has SPF in it, which is great because I don't use my SPF and like I'm supposed to. Oh, yeah. And um, I know there are a lot of foundations and moisturizers that have SPF in them, but- Actually, they're a little more rare than they used to be. Like they used to be. So Mm -hmm. I had gotten SPF to apply separately and I still try Mm -hmm. to do it like on a daily basis, but that's a whole nother thing. So it has SPF in it, but it has a lot of other things in it. It has Mm -hmm. high- hyaluronic Mm -hmm. acid Mm -hmm. in it, peptides, Mm -hmm. B vitamins. Mm -hmm. Um, So it has, you know, uh, properties in it that hydrate, that plump, that Mm -hmm. moisturize. And so when you wear it, it's very, it's like pore refining. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it looks like some extra steps, like a primer or or you did some extra steps. It's very smoothing and it feels light. It's medium coverage, but it feels very light, Mm -hmm. Um, lots of shades. And it blended perfectly with my skin. Hmm. Um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I probably need to go a little bit lighter as we get into the pale season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I was like, I might get like a browner shade and then a paler mm-hmm. shade, but it, it, it melted right in so perfectly. So I recommend that you guys check out Kosas. They have lots of products, but specifically their skin improving um, medium coverage foundation. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Put that in the show notes so I can go try out some Kosas. Is that how you say it? Kosas? I think so. Okay. I'll add it to the notes. Yes. And Shawnee, I did get a lipstick. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> was it bold? It wasn't my usual pink. It was a little bit more of a, it was like a red. So oh, yeah, good. I would say that's okay. bold. Yeah. I ended up using it in our, in our holiday photos too. And it looked nice. Oh yeah. Can't yeah. wait to see those. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me see, because today is the day that I am. Oh, mm. what you got? <laughs> Y'all, am I? Pray for your girl. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I just had something I was going to say that I was leaving. Mm-hmm. But now it I'm left on. you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's when you have too much on the mind. The mind is like, let me shut out some yeah, of this shut it, shut uh, it necessary down. stuff. And that's why I have this. A pen and paper in front of me right now. However, yeah. Anyway, um, what I am loving. And, oh, I got. I, I'm sorry. Now I'm remembering what I'm leaving, but it is also relates to something that I'm loving. Okay. The um chestnut praline latte at mm-hmm. Starbucks. I really, really enjoy that. So now good. I will have to tell you, Madden, that I tried, tried the sugar cookie. Don't tell me I have to give you a refund. Maybe. <laughs> What? Maybe it was, you said iced, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it was the location. I said I was going to try it one more time just to make sure. But yeah, it wasn't really doing much. For what? Me. What was it giving? It was giving no flavor. <gasps> wow. 
I mean, it's it's a light flavor, but it was just a, the right amount of like sweetness, butteriness, but not too sweet. You weren't getting that? Mm-mm. I was getting water. You were getting too much of that almond milk. Almond milk will really, I think I said this when I when I mentioned it. <laughs> I am not a fan of almond milk because it will water you down. So I wonder, can you get it with something else? Can it only be with almond milk? Maybe. You can get it with whatever you want. It's a latte. You can do oat milk, but they make it with almond milk. But the, the ratio, what size did you get? I got a tall. Yeah. That grande will give you the two shots. We'll do some calibration. Yeah, so. <laughs> some things taste good in a tall and not a grande, and some taste good in a grande and not a tall. I don't go higher than a grande because I'd be on here shimmying and shaking if I go any higher than that. Me, me neither. I try to, try to always get tall, um, but anyway. But you know it's only 25 cents more to get a grande. Yeah, but do I, I know myself it. I'm okay. wasting it because I barely get to the bottom of a tall, okay. so I just yeah. know myself. But when I'm leaving, and this wasn't my original leave, but so yes, recently they had the uh, free reusable Starbucks cups that they were mm-hmm. giving out mm-hmm. if you bought a holiday beverage. Mm-hmm. So I moseyed myself right on out the Starbucks <laughs> to get my free reusable For cup. cup day. And basically... All Starbucks did was take the cut from last year and add a few basic basic stars <laughs> on the cup. Like Starbucks, do better. Give me something else. And I know it's supposed to be reusable red cup, but give me a peppermint pattern. Give me some dazzle, dazzle. candy cane. I mean, something. Did you watch Love is Blind? No. Oh, yeah. The, one of the girls, she told the guy she needed a little razzle-dazzle. Yes. <laughs> I mean, give me something else. Give, I mean, I, I, you wanted my money. I gave it to you anyway. I was going to give it to you, whatever. But give me something that I can, like, look at it and really be like, Starbucks went above and beyond. They really know, appreciate Starbucks me. Starbucks has a chokehold on the bougie black community, female community. We be in there, like, we don't really, we're, I'm not really into Starbucks, but we be in there. True, just and I for just, that cup, so you can post as you're walking in the Target. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. I mean, it's true. I personally oh, like to start God. going to some other coffee shops that are a little bit more local. Yeah, because that's even bougier. If that you really want to be bougie, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. About- you're not. I, I, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't think about these things when I'm going to get the coffee, but I just, I do like supporting local businesses, neither here nor there, but Starbucks do better with your neck, the 2023 holiday reusable cup or whatever it's called. Yeah. Starbucks, if you're listening. And I thought they were supposed to be having a strike on red, on red cup day. Did it happen? The employees said that they weren't happy with some, something and they were going to do it on Red Cup Day. So I I thought Red Cup Day was still coming, but I guess it came and went. It came and went, and the employees was in there passing them out. So (laughs) (laughs) It's always a few dissenters, and then it's some like, no, I need this job. (laughs) These wages is just fine. I ain't see nobody out there, unless they called out, and it was a call out. I ain't see nobody out there with no signs telling me to support something with Starbucks. (sighs) Yeah, whatever. All right. All right. Transitioning? Yes. It's time to dig in. No. Oh, set the table. (laughs) 
Y'all, this is the <laughs> hunger. So when I like make a mistake, I'll be like, Ma, you said the wrong thing. Like I'll be like, All right, go to your bedroom so we get ready for the bath. And she's like, My bedroom, Ma, you said the wrong thing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Well, but you, you get PT. PT said the wrong thing. The thing was, take your tail to the tub. Yeah. So, yeah, setting the table. So, our word of the week this week is image. Um, the letter I. We're talking specifically about our self image, but also the image that we portray out into society. I wrote about it in the weekly word, and here's what I had to say. Every one of us, no matter our circumstance, was created in God's image and should be treated with the honor and respect that is due to God's image bearer. Whoever you are right now who is listening, you are worthy of that. You were created in God's image. Understanding that we are thoughtfully designed in God's divine image should lay the foundation for how we perceive ourselves. Our self-image, along with all the other self-concepts like self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence, typically begin to form in childhood. These self-concepts are less tied to being the image bearers of God and are more so colored by the projections of our parents or caregivers. Internalizing negative messages about who we are during our childhood can and will distort our self-image for years to come. Those distortions cause us to subconsciously create ways to protect ourselves, and as a result, many, if not most of us, wear masks intended to shield us from potential injury or re-injury. This mask is the public persona or public image that we present to the world. Many of these personas, like people-pleaser or do-gooder, center of attention or mean girl, are there to either help us gain the validation of others or to keep them from getting too close so as not to invalidate us. By taking a God-self-others approach, however, we allow God's image to inform our self-image first and foremost, and a self-image that is rooted in our sanctity as God's image bearer will create a public persona that is more aligned with our true and authentic selves. This will lead us to treat ourselves and interact with others in love and reverence. Our authentic self and not external validation is where we will find the truest sense of peace, compassion, and affirmation for ourselves and the people around us. So with that being said, now it's time to dig, dig in. in. <laughs> All right. So Maddie, what does image mean to you as we're um, discussing it for today's episode? Um, how I show up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think my focus has shifted and needs to continue to shift to less about how people perceive me because mm-hmm. that's not what I have the control over to how Mm -hmm. I show up. They can perceive me how they want to perceive me, and Mm -hmm. that's going to happen regardless. But what I can do and what I can continue to work on is how I show up um, consistently, how I show up across the board, not just with certain people or in certain spaces, um, and how I show up for myself. Mm -hmm. And so internalizing these messages about like 
I was created in God's image. And our, our passage of the day is God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. And sometimes I've talked about this before too, when we hear about the he, you know, of God and the patriarchy and all these things as women, we can sometimes kind of put ourselves down, but it's in the text. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. So all of us, men, women, black, white, purple, whatever, Mm -hmm. we were created in the image of God. He set us apart from all other manner of life. Um, We are God-like. You know, Mm -hmm. there are gifts that we have that that all these other animals that were created don't have. Mm -hmm. And so I think bringing myself back to that, Mm -hmm. seeing the divinity in me, um, seeing the sanctity in me, mm-hmm. seeing the holiness mm-hmm. in me, seeing the righteousness in me helps me to show up knowing that I am all of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And knowing that I am all of those things impacts my self-identity, my self-worth, mm-hmm. my compassion to self. Um, so being more concerned with that than how people perceive me. Yeah, that's a, a good one. Um, and they say as you get older, that becomes, a, a, for some people, because I know it's not for everybody, that becomes a little bit more um, easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, I've heard, let me, uh, many women say, when you're in your 40s, that's when mm-hmm. you stop caring caring about what other people think about you. Or when mm-hmm. you're 50, you know, you can just mm-hmm. freely be who you want to be. Um, and when and you're I, 70 and 80, you, you're just saying anything. If you I make give it, a, <laughs> it's giving freedom. <laughs> that, that's what, you know, I mean, you know, old people will say anything out their mouth. They don't care. Love that they for got them. That, yeah, they I don't, don't give a, Yeah. Um, so that is, you know, it... We don't have to wait, and I'm speaking to myself in this moment. You don't have to wait till your 40s, even though I'm 40 um, or 40 plus, mm-hmm. or your 50s mm-hmm. to really um, just embrace who you are and to start to be comfortable with who you are. Um, I really appreciate it, and it's not like I hadn't heard it before, but just. I think we have to constantly remind ourselves that we were created in God's image Mm -hmm. and all of the things that, you know, we read about in the scripture and we hear pastors talk about, Mm -hmm. um, the amazing characteristics that God has and the gifts that he's given us. We have to remind ourselves about that because Mm -hmm. at that point, if, if we stand firm in those things, it would be, I think a lot less, um, hard for us to show up as our authentic selves mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, and I think to let other pe- people treat us any old kind of way. Right. If you if you really t- when you tap into the God in you, yes. then those ends that we were talking about from the last episode <laughs> are not going to be running up through here treating you any old kind of way because you see the mm-hmm. God in you. Mm. Yeah. So uh, that, you know, and, and one of the things that I will say, cause the question was, what does image mean to you? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really showing up as the person, not only that you are, but that you aspire to be mm-hmm. and not showing up in any other way. Cause mm-hmm. I, I started thinking about people who show up as mean mm-hmm. and, you know, yes, it's a defense mechanism, Right, because nine times out of ten, most people just aren't that way. Mm-hmm. But you, you, we have a choice. 
a conscious choice each day um, about how we show up in the world. And, you know, that that should be our our authentic self. And then I started mm. thinking about, of course, you know, there's the physical ways that you, you show up and right. the, um, you know, emotional and mental and, you know, more mm-hmm. not, you can't see it with the, ne- the, the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ways that we show up in the world as well. And then we're talking about both of those things, mm-hmm. I think, in the context of this episode. I agree. Yeah. It's interesting you talk about sort of the life cycle and what they say about women at 40 mm-hmm. and 15, 60, because when we start in this world, little, little kids, it's mm-hmm. like before they go to school, they don't really care what people think about yeah. them. And then the parents start like projecting this stuff. <laughs> and, you know, some of it's teaching and guiding, but then some of it is also like controlling, mm-hmm. you know, and is it that we're trying to teach our kids or control our kids? You can't do this. Why? Because I said so. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. I mean, I'm, is it a big deal if they play a little longer or do whatever? Is this is this about teaching or is this about controlling? Mm-hmm. So then that's when they start with the people pleasing. Oh, well, mm-hmm. because she said so. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my parent wants me to do this. Then oh, they get into school. Then they get into one. right? Yeah. Then they get into school. And over time, as they get into them awkward pre-tween years, that's um, when they really start caring about what people think. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, we go through high school, then we post yeah. post post high school, we get into college. And I think that's when we begin, depending on where, you know, your journey kind of starts mm-hmm. to be open to the idea of authenticity, but still mm-hmm. maybe not ready to practice it. Practice and then it, right. as we go through our 20s and 30s and 40s and start living mm-hmm. and seeing some things and experiencing more things, yeah. we, we start to sort out what matters and what doesn't. And I think we yeah. all sort of go through that life's it's a circle like mm-hmm. the old people and the young people are the ones mm-hmm. is that really middle the, is the that messy middle, middle. <laughs> is the middle mm-hmm. and that's where we all are right now in it yes in yeah it mm-hmm. and you know i think you know i'm not a, a parent mm-hmm. um but when you were um reading the passage mm-hmm. i i felt like parents you all have a um a heavy responsibility mm-hmm. in terms of how your child will start internalizing their own self-image mm-hmm. and self-worth and, and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that I would say is like, and I think Michelle um, talked about this as well, like mm-hmm. don't start with the critical eye. So like, for example, you know, if your child walks in the door, mm-hmm. I think this was the story she used. They just want you to light up at the fact that yeah. you're happy to see them versus why does your hair look like that? Why do you have that on? Which love her dearly. That is my mother's MO. Like that is her greeting. <laughs> so <laughs> I sent her a picture of um myself at the Michelle show, me mm-hmm. and Maddie. Mm-hmm. I sent her all the pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. First thing she goes to is what I had on, which was, oh, oh, anyway, now I'm getting into my own personal stuff, but this is a lesson. (laughs) Like, look at the picture and it was a pretty picture. Yes, there there could have been some modifications, Mm -hmm. but literally she was like, oh, I think in this picture you have something in your teeth. And I was like, lady, I'm looking at this picture and I don't see it. I said, you ha- must have had to like zoom large. The world did not see. And I still didn't see whatever thing she, she was talking pepper. about. 
And, the, and so th- this is a lesson. Don't lead with that. Even if you felt that way, mm-hmm. there's no way to lead. Yeah. And I talked about this in the last episode when I talked about Alex L and, you mm-hmm. know, her sending the picture of the peach cobbler to mm-hmm. her mom. And her mom wrote something back like, oh, it looks like your cooking is improving. It was yeah, like, you could have just, she said she could have wrote back, yum. Right. Something basic. She said, I would have rather her not even said anything than That's to try it. to make, take a, do like a little, um, a critical, critical mm-hmm. a, you know, comparison or try mm-hmm. to, you know, and she said she went through this whole spiral of thoughts. Like I cook, I bake, I, you know, mm-hmm. I cook for my family all the time. Why are you trying, you know, and she went down this whole thing, but so it be layers too. <laughs> it starts with the parent and nobody get under your skin. Like the people closest to you. Chalet. you know it's important because like you said as a child you're free and then Mm -hmm. you start hearing these other voices so Mm -hmm. just make sure that the voices that you're instilling not only in your child but in people that you interact with every day um you know there are times when people need to be critical of others but not most times not really. Yeah. And I, yeah, one thing a, 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 a mother and a wife is going to do is nag. So mm. I think that's kind of in women's nature, especially when you're in that position of like every day having a family in the home. It's like projecting your perfectionism onto other people or your, you know, perceived image that you want mm-hmm. for your family onto other people. And it's good to, you know, stri- straighten your man's collar out, make sure your kids ain't crusty. Like, but we don't lead with the criticism. And, don't need, and you don't need to nitpick. Line, and you don't need to nitpick. That, that's pepper spec. <laughs> Not necessary. I was like, you know what, lady? I gotta go. Because that's your famous line. I'm gonna call you back. Because it, it, it's gonna go somewhere. I don't even need it to go. Mm, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, what role has your self-image played in your journey to healing? And mm-hmm. is there a story or a lesson that you want to share with the listeners today? Yeah, my self-image is so shaped by the stories that I tell myself. And so going through difficult seasons, I had to change the narrative that I would speak to myself during that season. Um even if it's a season of having a desire, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not saying, oh, I'm going to remain single forever, or no, I'll never have a baby, or I'll never be able to take the leap to leave my job. I had mm-hmm. to start seeing myself um, as who I know that I'm created and called to be. It's not even about my f- future self. I'm her now. Mm. And I, you know, you guys know I've talked at length about my recurrent miscarriage. I would mm-hmm. say I am a mother. Mm-hmm. I'm a mother now, not I'm going to be a mother. And it mm-hmm. was a different positioning. I would start to see myself as a mother and not a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and my life experience would tell me that I was a failure, that I wasn't capable, mm-hmm. that it wasn't happening. That's my reality. But mm-hmm. I started speaking and addressing myself as a mother to the point that I even would begin to correct other people who would mm-hmm. say, you know, don't worry, you'll be a mom one day. I would say, I'm already a mom, you know, gentle. Mm-hmm. I'm already a mom. Mm-hmm. Um and people will begin to see like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's the encouragement that I I give to others in that position. Mm-hmm. Now you already are that thing. God has created you and set you apart for mm-hmm. this thing. Um, you are a creator. All of us are creators because we were designed in the image of the ultimate creator. God created the whole shebang. Right. So all of us, whether it's a book, a play, 
a kid, a family, a mm. business, you are a creator. There's this thing now about creatives and creators, mm. you know, and these titles and stuff. We're all creatives and we're mm. all creators. I don't care if you're a CPA and your work, you know, is the stereotypical dry or whatever account. Right. You're a creator. Um, so seeing yourself in God's image means, you know, knowing who God is as well. Yeah. That's another thing. Speaking those things that were not as though they were um, over myself and mm -hmm. speaking them in the affirmative and also knowing what does it mean to be created in God's image? Like who is God? Mm -hmm. So, you know, what, what is his image? Um, so really unpacking that. So one of those things was around the creator and knowing that I could bring forth life. That's something that I spoke into myself because I knew I was created in God's image. Mm -hmm. um, whatever that, whatever bringing forth life looks like, Man. I knew that mm -hmm. I was capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. um, God calls us to love with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's our first mm -hmm. and greatest commandment is to love God in that way. So I mm -hmm. said, wow, if I'm created in God's image, then I need to love myself in that way. Mm -hmm. And I need to love others in that way with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the other piece I took away from sort of practicing um, um, my self-image based on being an image bearer of God mm -hmm. is the whole piece around rest, um, mm -hmm. which is a recurring theme. You know, God did not need to rest on the seventh day. God is all-powerful, omnipotent, omniscient. God doesn't need a nap. But God modeled for us, since we mm -hmm. are created in his image, um, what that looks like, what it, why, why it's important for us to take a Sabbath. And so mm -hmm. I was like, wow, if God, who created all the world, took rest, then part of what I need to allow myself to do is tell myself that it is not just okay, but that I right. should be absolutely taking rest. So it was around love. It was around rest. And it was around seeing myself as who I was created and designed to be. I love that for you. Thank you. Um, so for me, mm -hmm. the role that self, my self-image has played in my journey to healing is that um, it's actually, I feel like, one of the most important parts mm -hmm. in your healing journey. Um, because I feel like in the times where... I didn't have the best self, like um, I didn't think of myself in the highest regards. Those were the times where I either allowed myself to be injured or hurt and which required, you know, me to heal from those things. Um, and when in those times where I was like confident and clear on who I was, what I, you know, um, who I was and, and how I wanted to show up in the world. Those are the times that I felt like I was able to step into my healing and do the work that was necessary um, to move myself forward. It mm. was in the times where I didn't feel as good about myself mm -hmm. that I would allow things to happen. Is that, the, yeah, allow things to happen to me mm. that would take me away further, from further yeah. away from the healing. Yeah. 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 Um, so it is, I mean, I think self image is like part of the foundation to healing. If you don't think you deserve better, if you mm -hmm. don't think you're worthy, if you don't think you're enough, it, it can be, it, it makes it more challenging to be able to bring yourself to the place where you want where you're truly restored. Healing can happen in those places because it has to start somewhere, mm -hmm. but you cannot be fully restored until you 
have a positive self-image that's true of yourself yeah and all the self-concepts grow out mm-hmm. of self-image yeah i also think you can't be a woman and not talk about body image mm-hmm. so much is placed on our body image on our size on our height on our butt on our bre- on our cup size on our belly size on our hair color the amount of comments i get from older women about my gray hair. It's giving you hate yourself, sis. Mm-hmm. The younger women are in a different space. And the and the young kids be like, oh my God, I love your hair. I can't wait till my hair goes gray. Mm-hmm. That's that that's that freedom in that Gen X. Yes, <laughs> that, yes, that Gen, yes. um, why? Z- mm-hmm. no, we're why. Um oh, but am the, I why? I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Well you're kind of cusp at yeah, like, okay. I'm why. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about Z. Uh-huh. Um but the amount of like vitriol against gray hair that I get from yeah. the old women. I'm like, what is happening here? I this is, this is the hair growing out of my head. Take and it I up have no I have control. no control over it. Take it up with God. Like y'all are literally like, okay, yes, I've dyed my hair different colors. Those are choices that I make. You can like it or not like it, but like mm-hmm. the way that people think that it's normal to um like antagonize somebody over how they naturally look to say, well, you can just dye it. I, you, you can't, you cannot project onto me that I need to be getting my hair colored every two weeks. I'm, I'm breaking loose of the chains. And if I decide to color my hair, it's just because it's something I want to do for you fun. Not do. Because I don't like who I am or my self image. Yeah. And we talk yeah. about like, we do it for the men, but it's giving, we do it for the other women. Oh, oh, oh. We definitely do it for the other women because, I mean, I'm not going to say men don't care, but, you know, they don't care as much as women. I'm going to say something that's probably vulgar, but yeah. What What's our boy? I know um, what you were going to say. What's our boy? What boy? That we went to go see at Constitution Hall 10 years ago. Cat Williams. He said it best. I have never seen Cat Williams. That wasn't me. Yes, it was. Have I you, seen Cat Williams? You, <laughs> you bought the tickets for mm. Christmas or something. Show, show, show me a picture. We were in the front. I was there. <laughs> right. I, I have no recollection of this. You. I have no recollection. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> yeah, we went to go see Cat Williams. Anyway, okay, tell he the was joke. Like, yeah. marks, and he was like, tiger stripes, whatever. Either it means you was big and you got small, or you was small and you got big. Either way, I'm a hit. You don't exactly. <laughs> I remember the joke. I don't remember being there, but that's you feel, true. You saw it on the DVD, you know, you were there. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, but that's true. Like men, you know, generally, yes, it's what initially attracts a man nine times out of ten, but. Mm-hmm. They not checking for you every single day. Like the women generally have a nature to be a little bit more critical. And pressure. Yeah. It's also pressure. That's true. The societal pressures of it all. And that's exactly, my my mom was like, did I have on the correct Spanx with the sweater dress that I was wearing at the, that's it. She's like, I'd be like, girl, I mean. Okay, whatever. It probably could have been a little bit more tighter, whatever. But right. yeah. I'm out here living. It's okay. The, con- honestly, the content that I got from Michelle Obama, when are we going to talk about that? <laughs> what did girl, she say? Girl, she didn't care nothing about that. I mean, she just said, was it good? Mm-hmm, that was fine. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the way she, she, way she went in, in on my Spanx was 
taking me out of here. My sister sent me something the other day um, that Jamie Lee Curtis had put out about like aging and pressure Mm -hmm. to be young and tight and small and firm and how these filters back to social media, it's like you don't even like how you look in real life because we literally cannot move forward without a filter. I rarely, if ever, use filters. I just don't want to look at that. I mean, I'm no shade if you do. It's fun. But I just don't want to look back over time and see a face that's not my face. That's not my face. Y'all can see see what I look like. You know? I may have some light and dark spots on my face. It's not that's all going to be even and smooth all the time. And that's okay. And because that's then okay. we get so used to seeing that. First, it was just the airbrush in the magazines. Now, everybody is airbrushed. airbrushed. It's, what do you even look like? That's, that is really detrimental on our mental no, health. No, I mean, even between the filters, the and again, if you if these are things that you want to do just to enhance your beauty and you are- Or just to play around. Or play around. Or, yeah, like all of that, I, I am down for it. But if there is something innately within you that's saying, I need I'm to I'm ugly do without things, this. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. And that's where we need to do some work. Yeah. Oh. It's so, it's honestly, it's so much pressure. Just all of it. Yeah. I mean. The boobs sagging, the body changes. It's happening. We're here. We're here. The fat pad under the chin. It's so funny because I remember being younger and seeing my mom like stretching her jaw in the mirror Mm. and like, you know, like lifting up her chin in the mirror. She was probably my age now, like 38, 40 and I'd be like, Mom, what are you talking about? You look great. And now I see myself in the mirror, like pulling my neck back. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. It yeah. is what it is. It is like Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. said, is it's a blessing to be able to age. So. It is. It, shoot. Embrace it. Embrace yeah. it. Embrace where you are. Embrace. I mean, I think it just goes back to understanding that God placed every single thing on your body now mm-hmm. of course we have you know we had some free will in terms of how much we was eating and stuff yeah, like we that need to take right? care of what he's given us now yes, we, we, need to, we need to take care of what he's given us but you know like dark circle like hereditary dark circles mm-hmm. under your eyes mm-hmm. or being you know more hairy than others like mm-hmm. all of those things god did that right yeah. so yeah. i mean who you gonna be mad at right <laughs> Take it up with him. <laughs> Take it up with him. Um, <laughs> all right. Do you have um, any advice or key takeaways for someone who struggles with their self esteem? Yeah. Um, look at look at who God is. Before mm-hmm. you can say like, "Oh, I'm created in His image," that's not going to mean anything to you if you don't know you what don't that know. means. Mm-hmm. So get connected. Study him. Like like I even gave with the rest piece. There are so many things about God that are so intentional, um, you know, just in how those things are presented to us and how the word is presented to us. We weren't there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how what how the world was created, mm-hmm. but even me reading something as simple as and then God took this all powerful God took a day to rest mm-hmm. was so freeing for me. Um, so get into that word, find out who God is. And then when you're more familiar with that, start to identify that divinity in, within yourself. Within you. Yeah. Yep. There's power in you. There's magic in you. There's miracles in you. There's creativity in you. All of those beautiful things, you know, um, you're special. 
you matter. You're here for a reason. Um, They're in this vast universe. You exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And and don't take no crap. Tell Tell that bum to kick rocks. Don't let anybody feel less, make you feel less worthy about yourself than you are. I don't care who it is. That's back to the boundaries. That's it. That's all. Yeah. So that's what, so that was actually going to be my piece of advice using my own personal story from earlier as an example. Don't tell mom to kick rocks, but you can create some space. Uh, I won't call her to kick rocks, but I will tell her goodbye. <laughs> true. It's a boundary. Very I true. Mean, I will too. I'm like, so yeah. So anyway, that that's it. Like you, ultimately you have control over the um, voices that you allow to seep into your, um, into your psyche Mm -hmm. about your self-image and so if there are people in your life whether it's your mother your you know man Mm -hmm. your husband whoever it is you have the you have the power and should feel comfortable setting boundaries to say this is not going to i'm not going to allow these messages to penetrate Mm. you know and i think I don't think I know you, you, you teach people how to treat you. So after a while, if you shut it down enough times, they, they just gonna, you know, hopefully they'll just Mm -hmm. let up next time, you know? Yeah. See episode two. We talk a lot about these boundaries, how to set them. We link a book in the show notes. So if you haven't go back to that, because there are some really practical ways that you can create, um, some some protection around yourself. Some protection, and you have to protect your your mental space around image because it all starts from within. The outside is just a reflection of what's going on in the inside nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. And on that one time where it's not, mm. it's like you're overly compensating on the outside because the inside. That's what is I was gonna. Up. That's what I was gonna say. Sometimes the outside can present. Um, really well because we're doing really well and you see the glow, but sometimes the outside can present really well, but that it reads fake. Yeah. It's giving overconfident, Overconfident. really Mm -hmm. fake, um, insecure, um, you know, projection. So be careful. Again, it's less Mm -hmm. about the perception and more about your self image. You will glow from the inside out. Shout out Mm -hmm. to Shalise. You will glow from the inside out when you work on the inside first. You could try to just like Tennille said, put the lipstick on the pig, pig. but that ain't going to do it. That's not going to do it. It's going to show. It's, it's like when you, um, like meet these men and it's like, he got a complex, like mm-hmm. you're doing, you're doing a lot. You're doing, the most. You're doing and, too much with your money and with your this and with your that. It's, it feels insecure. And so this is a, a funny story. I always be coming on here telling my business, but it's true. And it's, it's normal that, uh, you know, we, we allow ourselves to kind of slide back into some of these old things sometimes. And so I had a male friend who would talk about, I had these sandals, y'all. He calls them Jesus sandals. <laughs> and I could tell over time that he really hated these shoes. Mm-hmm. But these are like my house shoes. And hello, like, <laughs> if you come to my door, uh, I mean, what am I supposed to wear? And then, so I started feeling self-conscious about it. Like, 
Dang, I gotta wear <laughs> C, and that's like, the thing. I gotta, I gotta try to find some different shoes. And I was like, Tanil, this Don't is getting this. crazy. This, this. Is, this is going too far. And now, I mean, now it's a joke between us, but it's like, yeah, for a moment, I was like, because and and, and it, it goes back to like aging, right? Because mm-hmm. there was like joke. This person is a little bit younger than me, mm-hmm. and so then I didn't want to come off as like a grandma. Like a yeah, but I'm like, okay, what are the what are the young girls out here? Doing wearing as their house shoes. <laughs> do they even wear house shoes? Well, shit. I don't <laughs> know what I'm supposed to do. Furry ass um, <laughs> Uggs in the house. Miss me with the furries. Okay. The furries. The furries are. It's 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 cute for a look, but um, y'all know I got an orthotic house shoe to match my <laughs> orthotic insert, and it's <laughs> it's giving me the support I need. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, but but you know, I, I say all that to say <laughs> it's, it's just an so example old. about you know sometimes it even if you are girded and and you know self image mm-hmm. and stuff like that, there will be little times where little things might will get to you get it get you like dag. Am I a grandma because I have on these jeans? And that's where we go back to the last episode <laughs> around healing and triggers. It yes. can be the slightest little joke that can get that can send you you know somewhere yeah. else. So yeah. All of these things, like we always say, are very interrelated. Correct. So. It's a process. It's a continuum. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if there is one practical way that you can apply this idea of seeing yourself in God's image in the very near future, what would it be? The return of my morning affirmations. I do morning affirmations with um, my baby boo every morning. Um, but I don't do mine like out loud. I have a, a, a journal where I kind of write things out, but I need to bring it back in the mirror. Less of the critical eye, because it's so funny. We talk about the parent with the critical eye, but then we become our own critical eye when we look in the mirror. So less of trying to, you know, pull up the chin and look at the brows and, the and <laughs> smooth out Why? the edges. Like, look I'm at the hairline. Going away? Yeah, look at the hairline. I'm like, this is a little thin spot. And more of the morning affirmations. What yeah. we say matters. Um, and me speaking life into myself brought me through a dark, dark mm. season. And so just because I'm feeling the sunshine on my face a little bit doesn't mean that I don't need to keep up with that practice. That's true because that, that keeps you girded in self-image That's when it. you're... Yeah, saying those affirmations. And even, I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything as, like, overly complicated. You don't have to make it overly complicated. So even if you're just saying those affirmations with your daughter, Mm -hmm. when you're internalizing them to yourself versus Mm -hmm. just repeating it for her, Mm -hmm. that's a start. Like, all the things that she says are things that you, you know, we all need Need to be saying to ourselves. I am confident. I am strong. I am whatever else she says. She said yesterday, so I I don't say them to her anymore because she says them. She was Mm -hmm. saying them in the mirror, but now she says them to me as she's walking out the door Mm -hmm. because it's a a mad rush. Mm -hmm. So I say, don't forget your affirmations. So she said them. And the last one we added on, because before I was that parent who wanted them to be all internal. Mm -hmm. So it was, I'm smart. I'm, I am Smart, I am strong, I am kind, I am confident. And then as she got bigger, I added, and I am so pretty. And I am so pretty. That's how she says it. And so she goes, she says it, I'm smart, I'm strong, I'm kind, I'm so pretty. And she's like, and you're so pretty. And I love you. And when she said it, it was like, I don't know. It was, it's not part of our routine. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, like, I needed to hear that, you know, with my house code and my morning 
trying to get her out the door look and yes. she and she sees that in me that's part of that mm. innocence like she yeah. just you know I think I talked about before I love your soft belly and you're mm-hmm. so pretty and so to hear that, it reminded me that just like you said, we're doing it for our kids, but we need to do it for ourselves. And sometimes yeah. they become our teachers too. So yeah. it was a very sweet moment. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you want to share with the listeners around self-image? I don't think so. This was another long episode, so we can scoot right on into church. I know. We've been talking, talking. We've been rapping. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the prayer. Let's do it. So here's our passage. Um, I shared it before. I'm going to share it again. It's in Genesis 127. It's right at the start. If you just crack that Bible open, guys, you will find this one. God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. And there are even versions when it says where it says God created mankind in their own mm-hmm. image. And it talks about the Godhead, you know, the Trinity of the Godhead. But also, when it talks about male and female, just seeing that all of us are mm-hmm. included in who in who God is, right? So just the, the wholeness and completeness in God, mm-hmm. of God. Um, the prayer, the prayer says this, God, thank you for creating us in your image. Thank you for the divine in each of us. Thank you for your grace as we strive to be more like you day after day. Help me, Lord, to reframe my own self-image around the knowledge that I was designed by you and in your likeness. Allow me to affirm, love, honor myself and others as the image bearers of God that we are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This week, I will acknowledge a mask that I have worn to protect my inner child. I will commit to shedding that mask in favor of honoring my authentic self. We talk about masks and wearing masks, and sometimes we act like it's just a mask, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think there are multiple layers. So with this practice, just find one, just one one practice, one thing that you do that you can shed um, to expose your true and authentic self. All right. And with that, we will talk to you guys next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A. D-E-M.